Healthcare is in the news like never before during this pandemic. What's the story with healthcare and philanthropy? Hi, I'm Bill Stanjakevich. This is the first day from the fundraising school, and I'm joined today by Maureen Hackett. Uh, Maureen is the uh, founder and president of the Hackett Family Foundation, uh, and she also is the leader of the Hackett Center for Mental Health. And Maureen, there's so much that you uh, have accomplished in your career and in philanthropy. I want to make sure that I clearly describe your significant impact, <laughs> including at our school, uh, at the Indiana University Lilly Family School of Philanthropy, where Maureen endowed the Eileen Lamb O'Gara Chair, uh, which is for the uh, professional, the academic who leads our Women's Philanthropy Institute, studying gender distinctions in charitable giving. And that's just one example of Maureen's generosity to our school. And so Maureen, thanks so much for being with us here on this first day with the fundraising school. It's a pleasure. And along with Maureen Hackett, we're joined by Lisa Kennedy, who serves as the Chief Philanthropic Advisor to the Hackett Family Foundation. And Lisa, thank you for being with us as well. Yeah, thank you, Bill. Maureen, let me start with you. You've been engaged directly with healthcare philanthropy for so many years uh, with your generosity, with your leadership, helping people innovate. What are you seeing now during the pandemic? What's the same, what's different? What trends are you seeing uh, now as the whole world is aware of health conditions uh, in this remarkable way? Well, on a personal level, I, I'm finding myself pivoting actually in, in my giving and thinking um, a little bit out of the box uh, of, I will continue to give at the rate that I'm giving, but maybe I'll change to uh, vaccine research. That's my pivot. I, I've, you know, policy's been a big part of my life for a long time, mental health policy particularly. So now I'm thinking, you know, it was, it was my role and my duty to get something to the market faster to prevent this from happening again, take care of all the sick people that we have. So that's one area that I think uh, some people are, are stepping up to the plate. They're volunteering. If they can't get funding, uh, they can get time. They can get on the phone. They can take care of, take care of people taking care of people. So that I think, I think we're going to see a change. I think uh, while COVID is has been an incredibly terrible situation. I think that uh, there's a little silver lining and in that I think healthcare is gonna have to step up to the plate. Well, we wish you the very best success with the vaccine, the sooner the better, of course. How right. is that different from your previous healthcare philanthropy? Have you always been supporting, you know, these kind of very direct interventions? Were you uh, providing support more at a macro level? Uh, How is that similar or different from your previous giving in this sector? You know, previously I've given for brick and mortar. I have built hospitals, I've built clinics, outpatients, uh, you know, facilities, these types of things. And probably about uh, right after Hurricane Harvey hit, um, I had spoken with my family and the Family Foundation, and Lisa was involved in this conversation, is if I was going to make a lifetime gift and try to make a difference, it wouldn't be in brick and mortar, and it wouldn't necessarily be in um, patient care but it would be at a much higher level. I wanted to take it to the state and then take it to the federal government to allow access to healthcare, not just mental healthcare, primary healthcare as well. I was really worried about the, the children affected by Hurricane Harvey who are still traumatized, traumatized to this day. So it, it's changed, it's changed from supporting uh, art and cultural events. It's, you, know, you do what you're supposed to do as a corporate wife, you, you host a lot of galas and these types of things. I did that. It was fun. It's over. I love the people that do that. They, they hold a special place in my heart. I don't have to do that anymore. So now I, I really want to um, really make a difference uh, at the federal level. And I think uh, 
that's that's probably been my biggest switch is to into policy. Well, all of your generosity has been impactful throughout the years. Uh, what I'm hearing from you, though, is now after Hurricane Harvey, now with the pandemic, is are you wanting to see an even more direct impact? I mean, you talk about a vaccine, you talk about changing federal policy. There seems to be an immediacy is a word that comes to my mind. Uh, yes. Is that an accurate way to describe how you're approaching Absolutely. Your Absolutely. It, I, I, you know, we are on fire. As a as a country, we are way behind in healthcare, way behind Europe and and so many other countries. And uh, there's no excuse for that. We have a lot of money, we have a lot of researchers, we have brilliant clinicians. We just have hit a bottleneck in in uh, in, in providing this care, not not for people like myself, but pe for people that live in the Gulf Coast region in rural areas who can't get the care that they need. And frankly, you know. Uh, their lifestyles have to change in order to be healthy and live longer lives. And it, it, it is immediate. It's on fire. The nation's on fire. Lisa, same line of questioning for you as you intersect in these circles. You know, what were you seeing in healthcare philanthropy on February 29th? Uh, and then what are you seeing now, you know, when everybody became aware of the pandemic in March? Yeah, it's been kind of an interesting change. Um, looking at it from both the perspective of a foundation that is giving money, but then also being familiar with uh, development and fundraisers and what the what's happening within the profession. So it's it's um, interesting. I was um, thrilled to see that the Hackett family was ready to jump in there and do something immediately. I think one of the great things that we're seeing right now is that a lot of the funders are willing to uh, do something above and beyond what their current philanthropy uh, was. They're looking at uh, nonprofits and initiatives and projects that are outside their normal scope. And uh, so I think for fundraisers, it's also very important to figure out uh, how your program and your institution are relevant to what's going on in healthcare today. And Lisa, you advise the Hackett Family Foundation. What advice do you have for donors overall? We know a lot of dollars have gone towards, for example, food assistance. Food banks are telling us they have thousands of brand new donors unsolicited, for example. But, you know, can I make a donation to help make ventilators? Can I make a donation to help create a vaccine. You know, what advice do you have for donors overall as they think about wanting to have an impact the way that Maureen described so well uh, is informing her philanthropy now during this era of COVID-19? Right. Um, I think staying abreast of what's going on. And I think a lot of that needs to uh, begin in their local communities. Uh, there's so much going on. I think that is the difference uh, in what we're seeing with the coronavirus now because it's touching lives all over the world. Uh, before, a lot of our funding, um, particularly in Houston, uh, was regional. And because we have the largest medical center in the world right here in Houston, uh, there is a lot being developed. But I think um, part of the advice that I would give to donors is uh, think about what you're passionate about, and you don't have to get away from uh, that particular mission, but figure out how that mission is relative to what's going on today. And um, have a lot of conversations with the 
organizations that you're currently supporting, but then keep an open mind about um, who is really touching the greatest number of lives and uh, that may be regionally or nationally. And in terms of what's relevant today, Maureen, you talk about wanting to be involved in the solution with the vaccine as well as federal policy. Uh, I also want to ask you your thoughts on mental health. So obviously, you know, contracting COVID-19, not contracting COVID-19 is the big headline. But what have you seen through the Hackett Center for Mental Health uh, due to the lockdowns? And this is not to get into a discussion about it where the lockdown's a good idea, a bad idea, should we loosen up sooner or later? No. But the fact that lockdowns did occur, total quarantine for 10 to 12 weeks in most states, what has happened with mental health? What has that meant for your philanthropy on that particular topic? Great question. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the lockdown, for one, um, has definitely affected families, children in particular, totally confused. Um, they already had a, a fear of death and trauma and grief, and now it's tenfold. So a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression. Another thing to think about with this COVID and mental health is the frontline people. Mm. They are totally stressed out. They're exhausted. Um, and we, the sad story of one uh, nurse committing suicide just couldn't do it any longer. So there is a huge blip up, up uh, with the mental health incidences. Domestic violence, huge. Domestic violence is up. And people are, are scared to report stuff like that. So... You know, it, it's all over the map, Bill, to be honest with you. We have to work with the police. We have to work with the sheriff, the fire department, all of the hospitals. And we just don't have enough therapists. We, you know, I think, as I said, the silver lining to this COVID will be people recognizing that these problems are real and that uh, it, it's not a character flaw. And taking a look at seeing your primary care physician or your dentist or your dermatologist and they, they saying to you, How's your day? How are you feeling? You know, have, you had a, have you had any low day this week? And can I help you with that? So there, this is a tremendous opportunity. You know, there's an uptick in, in mental health uh, incidences. The ERs are packed, packed, not just with COVID patients, but everybody is feeling this uh, fear and anxiety and depression. Everybody. We teach at the School of Philanthropy that philanthropy is not just giving charitable dollars, it's also volunteering your time, it's also using your voice. And mm -hmm. in terms of those frontline professionals, I've been so moved, whether it's in Indianapolis, uh, what I've heard about in Texas from some family members and around the country, when people go circle a hospital uh, and say, hey, you know, we're here, we're thinking of you. Or in New York City, we see the cheering for the health yeah. professionals as they yeah. walk to work. And you see these people, you know, with a tear in their eye, what it means to them. Uh, and again, that's not going to solve all of our problems. But again, it's, it's a way to express ourselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of frontline very powerful. It's very powerful. Yeah. Maureen, as we conclude, uh, I'd like to ask you, Ben, too. Lisa gave us great advice. You know, she advises, thinks about donors. What about fundraisers, uh, whether it be in, in healthcare or is there fundraising in this environment, whether they're directly engaged in healthcare or not? You've been so engaged with our school for so many years. What advice do you have for fundraisers in this current environment? Uh, to, to drive down Lisa's point, um, read everything, get the facts straight, do your homework, um, and, and uh, you can get a lot of facts as a donor. Call your community foundation and see what they're seeing. Are people asking, where can they give? And then follow up. Uh, follow up. Where can they give their time? Where can they give their money? Um, and how they might help. So my, my advice to fundraisers is 
don't give up. This is a perfect time to press on, but make sure that you're informed with the facts. Maureen Hackett is the president of the Hackett Family Foundation uh, and also the founder of the Hackett Center for Mental Health. Uh, Lisa Kennedy is chief philanthropist uh, Chief Philanthropy Advisor for the Hackett Family Foundation. And we're so glad to have them with us here on this first day with the Fundraising School. Now remember, uh, we have TFRS at your desk. That has been our response to this COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, we were able to present the Current Affairs Fundraising Series throughout the summer. Uh, we also, uh, one Friday every month, bring fundraisers together from around the country for you to ask your questions, share your stories, vent a little bit, commiserate as needed. We're glad to provide that once a month. And then we're still open. Our courses are still available, primarily online. Uh, and you also are eligible for a crisis response scholarship that can reduce the cost of registration by as much as 50%. So again, TFRS at your desk, all online at philanthropy.iupui.edu forward slash the fundraising school. I'm Bill Stanjakovich, and now you are now more up to date on this first day with the fundraising school. Mm -hmm.